Oh, you're listening to the Hair Dudes Conversations podcast, episode 10, and the dudes in the house tonight are Duncan Kenna, Sean Dawson, Mark McCauley, myself, Greg Clark, and our special guest fellow hair dude, Keith Owen, who's just returned from his marathon cycle from Landa End to John O'Groats. So sit back and enjoy some time with the hair dudes. Good evening, everybody out there in this crazy old world, and welcome to another episode of the Hair Dudes Conversations. And tonight we've got five dudes in the house, and uh, we've got an honorary guest here. To um, well, he'd be to my left. I don't know where he is when you're watching on YouTube. But if you're listening, <laughs> take it easy to me left, and it's Mr. Keith Owen. Now, this man puts a whole new spin on cycling for good causes. And we want to talk about the amazing cycle that he's done and just completed. And he's still here intact in one piece and survived <laughs> the journey. But we're going to kick off and probably cover most of this one with the end of the Premier League. And as you all know, this week we record a week uh, ahead of when it goes out. So by the time this goes out, we'll either all be crying, bar one fella here on me right, because Liverpool will have done a treble. <laughs> or there could be one person who we won't probably find till the end of the summer <laughs> because the rest of us will be wearing Real Madrid jerseys. No, we won't. We won't. Honestly, we won't. We just hope, we just hope it's a good final. But let's talk about... I'm going to give out some awards to get kick things off, right? And they're just a bit of humour. And everybody out there, the first prize, if you're ever watching this on YouTube, it's a glorious bar of Irish-made... Cadbury's chocolate but there's one leading football club that has the crest on it and they did dominate for 20 odd years and after listening to the manager we can, that's came in today we'll probably be dominating and it'll be sweet again as sweet as this chocolate and it's a Man United Dairy Milk chocolate bar which Mark says I can donate to charity and Duncan <laughs> says Duncan said he will be that charity <laughs> <laughs> So, you had that, good, you had that bar since 96. <laughs> <laughs> Let me check the date on it. <laughs> Do you know what? It's it's actually very sweet. It's not sour because a lot of the stuff we've been putting out today has been very sour. Or oh, not today, in the last season, this season. Uh, well, so, you need to start eating it to do away with those bitter tears of yours. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why. I yeah, you get, you get Mark a hard time for the last couple of days. <laughs> what did you say? You get Mark an awful hard time, Jay's. You never get many kudos at all. You want to be no. hard and great. Yeah, obviously, you haven't been read. You haven't been read. What he's been putting up to me. <laughs> been as bad as each other, I think. You've, been, you've been you've been too busy with with Paul checking your nails and biting them all the time. So <laughs> are we going up? Are we? So we'll start with the awards, right? So let's see the Premier League, the end. So none of us dudes support the winning club. Okay, so you know, are we relegated to just being part of the pack? That's what we were at the end of the day, or as Keith said, the the if you came second, you're the second loser. No, you're the first. Oh, no, you're the first loser. You're the first loser. The first second loser. loser. Sorry, yeah, the first loser. Okay, so the winner, right, of the John Landy Award, and it's not John Landy. John Landy Award goes to Mark in Liverpool. Because yeah. John Landy was the second man to run the four-minute mile, but nobody remembers who the fuck he is. 
<laughs> so nobody will remember who came second in the oh, 2022 season. But I'm sure for years, Mark will remind us that he, they nearly did. The second winner and the winner of the Lazarus Award. I know there was two people in the running for this, but I had to give it to Paul and Leeds because Jays is right at the very end. They were gone. Yeah. And then they came yeah. back and the gods shone on them and had players getting sent yeah. off or nothing. You know what I mean? I, I want to check that fella, the blonde, the blonde, the bleach blonde. Does he have a gambling problem? Because the fella to be brought on as a sub, know that celebrate a goal that meant nothing to the club, whips his jersey off, and then hatchets a fella down on the halfway line. You're kind of going, somebody got to him, or else he's a lot of money on that. Because geez, he really handed the game to them. So the Lazarus, he's not here, Paul. So Paul, you've won the Lazarus Award. And the winner of the Chumba Wumba Award, right? Did you remember, right? And it's Duncan and Everton. I get knocked down, but I get up again. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he's like, like um, Sean, what's that lad that Tyson Fury's got? He was, you were all over the shop, but you just managed to hold it together to, to yeah. stay up and survive to beat Chumba Wumba again next year. <laughs> well, imagine imagine if we were going into that game on Saturday looking for points, and we yeah, didn't. We did, we did you a fiver, definitely. Yeah, yeah, rolled we over. Did you? Yeah. Mm. Well, then that goes on to the next, the winner of the lucky seven award. Well, seven <laughs> is the luckiest number you can have, and that has to go to Sean and West Ham, right? So seven is the magic number. I'll, I'll the that. number I just beg, please don't let us come seven. Because every time I seem to be looking, United were seventh for the last few years. And I just didn't want us to finish seventh. So we, we, they gift us a, they get, you gifted it to us in the end. Even after Keats team putting in a stellar performance, you still lost it. And that sums yeah. up the season so close. I'll take, I'll take it though, Greg. I'll take it. We're, we're in Europe again. Well, you're in the, like... They're in the conference league. Where is the, what hotel is that in? <laughs> Oh, and, and remember, Sean, if we win the if we win the Champions League, the price the places drop down. So you end we'll up do that. in a cup. Yeah. So mm. so the 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 EPL get an extra place, which basically really? means it goes down one more place again. Mm. Who they came in? But it's well, not everything. Mark, they won't get that. To get an extra place in the Champions League, don't you? Yeah, which basically means they get an extra place in the Champions League, which means the person who who would have been in the Cup Winners' Cup goes up to the Champions League, and then everything underneath goes up as well. Right. All right. Okay. That sounds good. Then. What would that leave? Where would that leave us, Mark? Um, close <laughs> to the bottom. Second from bottom. <laughs> the only thing you would be putting up is your ticket prices into the ground. <laughs> the important thing is that we have those two. Home and away games bagged for next year anyway, so it'll be fine. Delighted that they're staying up. Yeah, well, there you are. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, 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 I know. That's it. The next winner, okay, the winner of the Yaz Award. And that's goes to good old me. The only way is up because after the season we've had, and I've had to listen to the good, uh, hopefully, future King Eric, and uh, it is, the, the future looks bright. And the future won't be orange, it'll be red. <laughs> so, and it'll be the red. Well, it's, it's incredible to think, it's incredible to think, Greg, how hard 
how hard like Spurs worked and Arsenal worked and, and all them guys, Chelsea and that. And where you finished up, and I never seen you playing one good game. Not one good game. These were disasters all year. We, we and still where you finished. It was against Leeds on the first day of the season. That was the one good was game. <laughs> I was delighted you know for thing? Leeds. I didn't, I didn't feel any pity for uh, Burnley. I thought it was bad form getting rid of uh, Dyke. And yeah. I just thought it wasn't anyway. But, but no, I didn't feel anything for Burnley. Now, I'll be looking for Huddersfield now to come up next. But I have, I thought with Keith here, we better do one award for him. And it's nothing to do with cycling. So the guest, a guest dude, right? And it goes to Keith, and it's the Proclaimer Award, okay? And it goes to Keith, right? <laughs> and the Crystal Palace manager, Patrick Vieira. Because Keith cycled over 500 miles, right? <laughs> to be the man to help you. And Vieira walked, fi- walked 500 yards. To knock you out. <laughs> 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 oh, hey, the boy did good. He didn't put up any rubbish. He was just like a swift, <laughs> swift so there kick you, out. There's the contrast of the Palace fans, huh? One was knocking the, knocking the, the ball out of court for helping people. And the other fellow was taking some poor fat scouser out that only was happy to see his club getting... Like, his next happiest day was Friday when he got his doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the bailiffs didn't turn up. Sorry, I didn't say that. But he was tormenting him. He was tormenting him. He fucking tell you something. I'm surprised how Vieira didn't connect with the kick and kick him into the stands. Like it's shit the way they do things like that. Like you know, yeah, I, don't, I don't agree with it. I, you know, I, I get people get like ahead of the, you know, they get a, a head full of steam. Like I want to get on the pitch, but I mean, there's kids on top of the. Posts at City game and the dad's like taking photographs. You're like, really? Is that what you want to encourage? Yeah. It's just like, you know, I don't know. But yeah, Vieira, I mean, he, he's done us proud. He's done us really good. I mean, we're a bottom half club. He's a good uh, manager. He's, he is. He's, he's done us really yeah. well. Getting Roy out was, I mean, Roy did us a job and uh, kept us in the Premiership. And you know, every season, I'm, I'm just grateful that we're in it. Um, and I can't be really into football because you don't support Palace. So <laughs> I've always got this thing about I'm distance enough from it because if I get too into it, I'll get too upset. So it's, it's not worth investing too much into it. But uh, no, we've done well this season for us. Um, we have done well. So. He looks at, see the way he's honest enough to admit that, Duncan? <laughs> oh, he's good at he's seen that one up. Now, can I say something to you? Say something real quick. Yeah. So we were 2-0 two, two down at half time, right? And they came out in the second half and they got a goal, right? And my wife always says, it's not goal, it's goal. But they got a goal and anyway, and I leapt up out of the couch. So I'm on one side of the couch and she's on the other side of the couch. She's on the phone and she's looking at whatever. And I left up out of the thing. Get fucking in there, rolling at the telly, right? And uh, sat back down again. But then they got the second goal and I stood up, but I stayed still standing. So I'm standing there, it's two all. And then they got the free kick. And I turned around to Ari and I said, watch this, watch this, watch this. They're going to hit the ball into the box. And the Gladys Street are going to suck it in. <gasps> into the goal. <laughs> and, that's, and that's what happened. And I turned around and she said, how do you know these things? <laughs> you know the two lads who were arrested you know, for invading the pitch in, in Man City were wearing red tops underneath those blue jerseys? No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in the ground. Although I do tell you a funny stuff. 
I, I was in Manchester once and I just, we were at a hair show and the girls were all going off doing something. I said, do you know what? I'll actually get a ticket. I'll go up. And they were playing, who was Steve Bruce managing? He's managed that many teams. I did, it was Sunderland. Right? And I thought, right, yeah. I said, Sunderland done them. It'd be great, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? So I'm up there and it was at the time when they, you know, the turn your back to the crowd thing they were doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But no short time. Give you a good game, and I'm sitting there going, right, I'm hoping you don't. Come on, let's get in. And next minute, they nearly scored, and I nearly, and I went, oh, keep it down, keep it down, Greg. And with that, then City scored, and everybody jumped up and turned around, and I'm <coughs> the token guy sitting there like this. You know what I mean? I mean, he ended up, I think it was five, five nil or something like that, and everybody, and I could see people looking at me going, you know, and then on the bus on the way back in, a fella goes, Oi, laddie, great game, wasn't it? What do you think? Weird. And I went, I, I, I'm just over for, from Dublin for an event and that. And then, yeah, oh, do you follow City? Do you follow City? And I went, No, 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 I don't. I, I only follow me country. So I follow Ireland. Yeah. But I, you know what I mean? I just thought I'd come along and see the game, you know. Ah, oh, you should follow City. You should follow City. Blah. I don't really do the club thing. You know, blah, blah, blah. And, and then he kept going on at me. And I, I said, no. And I was nearly telling him, I went, no, no. I really just follow me national team. And then I could hear the cock crow three times. I hope there's no tattoo or anything of you wear as a show. <laughs> and I kind of went, Jesus, that's a dangerous thing to do, Greg, go in there. Now, I've done it in Everton, but then you wouldn't mind him. You know what I mean? They wouldn't they, they wouldn't. And well, what did they say in the Gladys Street? That's Greg, isn't it? I bet you yeah. that's Greg. Greg again. That's Remember like Greg. Here when Beckham won the won the Premier League and took off and shared his and we were a little pocket of Man United fans popped up all over the stadium that day. And in fairness to the Everton fans, they applauded and nobody gave us any grief. That would not happen at Anfield. No. Sorry, come again. Oh well, I don't know about that. Why would you say that? I've, I've, I have to say, I've been lots of, lots of uh, derbies, lots of Liverpool and Everton, and I, you might have had a few hard words, but never seen a dig being thrown, ever, and all the time was there, that, never. Sean would back that up, that would never happen at West Ham either. Somebody Definitely wouldn't happen at West Ham, no. <laughs> Even especially the days that the headhunters have a day off. <laughs> if you were caught West Ham, you'd probably get the cement boots and everything and be dumped in the sand. You'd be under the M25 now, Greg. <laughs> you'd be fucking the jelly deals out for weeks. <laughs> and the lads from the Co Cockney Rejects would be actually battering you. <laughs> yeah. And I, love, oh, right. and I love the way Mark turns up on the Liverpool's nearly greatest day with a London T-shirt on him. No, that's that's for our two guests. Yeah, for Sean and, and Keith. Why didn't you go on and put the Beatles t-shirt on after having a go with the poor old Gallagher brothers yesterday? That was brilliant. That well, was so funny. I don't really think that they're that shite, actually. I do like Oasis. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I wish Jorgen Club would fuck <laughs> off to one. <laughs> <laughs> he actually asked, he asked them um, Eric Ten Hag in the interview today. He said uh do you, do you think um, they've said that nobody will win the Premier League other than City or Liverpool once Pep or Klopp are there? He said, would you, would you agree? Which I thought was a terrible question to ask him. But he turned around and he says, uh, both teams are fantastic and both clubs are fantastic. 
but every era has to come to an end. And he says, so would you like it to happen when they're here? And he says, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. He said it was stalled there, you know what I mean? And he did ask him, um, some Dutch fella there should show, show what you've seen, Donny van der Beek again. <laughs> and he went, Sean Connery? Was it Sean Connery? It was Sean Connery, actually. <laughs> it was Sean Connery, it was, Connery it, was, it, was the, it was his son. Sean. Yeah. One of the Bond girls from Holland that he was with. <laughs> his secret son. <laughs> and uh, he said, he said, of course, he said he was a great player when he, when, when he was with me. And he will be, and he'll be a great player again once I get him out of godforsaken place that he's in in Liverpool. That was terrible to say that. Who thought. did he say that about? About the toffees. He said, what are you saying, Greg? He said, look, he puts it. He said, sure, look, he, he was the man of the match yesterday. He was the only one that scored it all. And that was because he knew I was in London. Eric said, yeah. Do you know what? It's going to take you at least a decade to rebuild that team. A decade. So. You have to remember, it took it took very. You know he said, actually, well, you know what he said, Mark. Yeah, and it was a valid point. He said to him, the history, and he said, I'm not here about the history. I'm here about the future. And he yeah. said, you think this team is a lot to work with? He said, um, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but this team not come second last year in the Premier League. So that was answering a lot of critics. They did. So. Oh. If the right manager's in place, his proven track record is there with Ajax. I think, you know, who I thought Spores looked seriously good yesterday. I was just going to say that. It pains to say it, Greg, yeah. but, you know, you want to look at... Yeah, I, I still can't believe Man United turned Conti away because, I mean, what he's done with that team, it's not just... Uh, it does pain. They've all, you know, but the two... He made two major buys. And they've turned that, that team around. And, I mean, defensively, I mean, they've hardly conceded anything. I mean, it, it, it's frightening. And if he carries on, you know, it, it, they'll challenge next year. They will challenge next year for definite. I mean, mm. I, 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 and I loved it that Tottenham, again, I hate saying this about anything Tottenham, but I loved it that he got a share of the golden boot. Because, I mean, yeah. he must be one of the most likeable players yeah. in the Premiership. Yeah. Two, actually, he's two, always smiling. Two likable <laughs> players because the other fellas are always smiling, even though he plays for Liverpool. But I have to give credit where credit's due. He does. He, he plays with a smile on his face. Both of them, you know what I mean. And I and you know what I, I what, with Conte is that Spurs leaked goals, but they had great players going forward. What are the Italians good at defending? And he will drill that team. Mm. To and if the three guys up front can. And have one or two little player, players to come on and off. Like, Jesus, I, I looked at I know it was the end of the season game, but I watched that match of the day last night and I went, Jesus, they're excited. And the, the, yeah. the ground is perfect. So, the, the, yeah. you know what I mean? The money is there now. Well, Levy. Well, went, that's where really gets the money. That's the thing. Spend about it. Money, Levy's, Levy's going to give him the money. That's the only Harry, trouble with it. You no, know, Harry Kane, I'd say, be quite happy to stay there now. He's not going anywhere mm. else, you know? You know what I mean? For anybody yeah. But Sean, where do you see yourselves next season? Oh, listen, I think I'm, I'm glad we're back, you know, in Europe, even though it is, as you say, it's, it's not the one we wanted. But but I think they, they've earned that. And I think, you know, I, I, I think we'll be there and thereabouts. But I, I do think it depends on Declan Rice again. I, I mean, if they can hang on to Declan Rice. I mean, there's, there's talk of Lingard coming over. And, you know, I, there's a little bit of me that I think that train sailed a little bit. But... Um, but 
you know, Declan Rice is the key one. If we lose Declan Rice, it's a massive, massive hole. You know, I think that drops yeah. us back into into mid-table team, I think. He probably should have got Young Player of the Year this year. 100%. Mm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Shocking that Foden got Young Foden. Player. It was <laughs> yeah. absolutely shocking that he got Young Player of the Year. Yeah. Should have got Declan Rice without a shadow of a doubt. Do you know what, Mark, as well, in like... Was that, the, the, was that the reporter's player of the year or the player's player of the year? But in nine England games, he got man of the match four four times. Yeah. You know, that's that's some going as well to do it on an international stage. I totally mm. agree with you, but but I it does worry me now. I think, like, you know, the boys sort of fulfilled his promise this season and and uh, I, I can't, I, I just can't see us holding on to him. I think a lot of the big teams now will wait to the World Cup and the agents will. And then after that, I, I, I think if he has a good World Cup, but then I think the same with Arsenal, you know, I think Sacco will go from Arsenal if he has a good World Cup. Um, so it'll be interesting to wait and see what, what happens with that. But um, yeah. it is a bit worrying, yeah. Do you think no, Noble would have had a word? Do you think Noble would have had a word with him about it all? Because, I mean, he's, obviously he's been there such a long time for the club and do you think he might have had a word in his ear and... I think he might have done, but then again, Noble's never won anything. Yeah, yeah, so, true. <laughs> I mean, it's almost, you know, it's like being mentored by somebody, you know, like, I, I mean, for Declan Rice, again, you know, it, it's the, the one thing about West Ham is you, you know, he can become a legend there. Um, but I don't think, I think the days of Noble, the one club player, is gone. I think, mm. like, you know, in, and again, you know, the, their careers are so short. It's, yeah. he, he wants to play in the Champions League. He deserves to play in the Champions League. And I think, you know, I, I honestly do think, I hate to say it, but I think you might see him in a red shirt next year. Liverpool, why not? Oh, I don't, Liverpool, I don't why think he's a Liverpool. <laughs> I, I don't see him as being he, a Liverpool player. He said he wanted the Champions League football, John. <laughs> we, won't, we don't have that. You know what I mean? We're actually interested with Eric Ten Hag. They asked him uh, what about the players, the current squad. Will he be talking? He said, I won't be meeting any of the players. And he said, uh, no, he said, uh, they're all on holidays. They need to have time to go off, reflect about the season, reflect about their future. And I'll be talking to them at the end of June. And, and pack he, their bags. <laughs> he said, Ronaldo. He said, Ronaldo. He said, what about Ronaldo? Uh, do you think um, your place for him? And he says, he said, like, you have a place for him? And he went, I oh, know, he said, Cristiano. And he says, uh, Ronaldo? He says, yeah. He says, what do you expect if he stays? What would you expect? And he looked and he went, gold. That's what I'd expect, gold. And he said, that's it. And he said, so have you talked to him? Or He said, no, I've just told you. I, I haven't, I'm not talking to any of the players until they have go off, have the holiday, have the rest. Because I'm, I, need to, I need to get the painters in to fucking paint their names off the fucking door. <laughs> and I don't, want them, I don't want them coming in until they come back. He said, Harry Maguire has a future. As a, <laughs> as a fucking really? painter, as a painter in high yeah. ceiling buildings. <laughs> the funny thing is, Greg. The funny thing is, though, I love your loyalty, but it wasn't your red shirt I was talking about. Exactly, exactly, Gregor. You think he'll go to Liverpool? I went straight to Liverpool. Think... When you said the red shirt, I thought Liverpool. I can't see him going to Liverpool. I can't see him going to United. Sports are main. I don't see him in a red shirt main engines in a Liverpool you know are are cut are in the twilight now of their you know that that's you know the, the one 
the one thing, yeah, I, I just have a funny feeling. I don't, I don't, he, he won't, he definitely won't go to Tottenham because of the, and, yeah, you know, I'm, no, I'm, yeah. I just, I've just got a funny feeling that Klopp might like him as a, 150 as a million. Player. Liverpool would spend that money. I don't. I don't think they'd have to. I don't think they'd have to. Greg, there's release clauses in all these contracts. I mean, if you actually look at the release clause uh, recently in Haaland's uh, contract, it was 64, 64 million euros. That's nothing mm-hmm. for a twenty-two-year-old. You know whether he's going to perform in the. EPL, the way he's actually performed in the Bundesliga, considering that there's really only two clubs in the Bundesliga. It's a bit like Serie A and it's a little bit like La Liga as well. There's only a couple of clubs. And do you know what? I don't think he's going to get the time and the space and the movement in the Premiership to do what he's been doing in the Bundesliga. Mm. That's a good call, yeah. Mm. So mm. I think I think you know we have to look at Jaden Sancho hasn't really lit up the Premiership City since. And he, by the way, he, he looked absolutely he was, amazing when you looked at the footage of him over with Dortmund. You know, well, you know what, Keita is exactly the same. You have to remember, Keita was Bundesliga Player of the Years two years in a row. And yeah, and mm. he, he he hasn't lit up the Premier League either. You know what I mean? No, he no. was offered a contract, uh, Royce. Was he two hundred thousand a week? Did I see that somewhere? Yeah, they offered him a stupid contract. Was that ridiculous? Uh, Sean, you still have two years of rice for seven years or something like that. They said, Why would he even think of signing that? You know what I mean? Not a chance. That's right. It was a long contract, yeah. But he's he's still got two, I think, two, two and a half years left in his contract. Yeah. I just think, I mean, I think whoever comes in for him will offer enough money for the club to, to let him go. I mean, there's money there to spend. Everyone's saying at West Ham, but you know we didn't spend anything in January. But there was nothing around in January, and I, I, I just, I just have a funny feeling. I, 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 and I wouldn't blame the boy either. I mean, but I just have a, I don't know. I've had this feeling all the time that although people look at it and they say he won't fit in the Liverpool team that's there now, I, I don't know. I think he, he, I think he's one of them players that I think he's really good at adapting. And you know he's not a defender. That's where a lot of people make a mistake. No, he's he sits not. in. No, he sits in front. And I think what Klopp likes about him is his engine. Number one, he never get very rarely gets injured, and Klopp loves that. And I think so. That record's really good. And I think over the last two seasons, the way he's come forward with the ball, hmm. you like that. You know, like the the only thing, you know, the only thing that he really needs to work on, which is like his, his very final pass or. You know when he wants to have a crack, but I mean he scored a few goals this season. But yeah, I, I just I've always had this feeling. Everyone's talked about different teams, and I just I I I, I can't see him standing in a London team, but I can I can see him you know in a red shirt. Last season I would have said Man Man United would definitely have had a chance for him, but um, but I think um, yeah, I've just got a funny feeling. Yeah. You know, Sean, sort of player. We we actually do play uh, a four-one-two and a three up front. They, yeah. they do play that formation. You know what I mean? And yeah. uh, and he would fit exactly into a 4-1-2. So, yeah. you know... I think Klopp, Klopp would get the best out of him anyway. I mean, he seems to be able to manage people and, and, and get, you know, building for the future as well with younger players. So, you know, he's, he's, he's a blinding manager. I don't know whether you've seen this young kid, Carvalho from Fulham, that 
19 year old but but the kid is sensational i mean he's about six foot one six foot two he's like a sprinter and, and he seems to be able to handle hard tackles and seems to be able to handle the pressure who's going then mark you're very you have him there very top heavy up front so it has to be somebody going um well Origi's left yesterday yeah, but mm. I don't mean it. Don't even mean him. I mean, like you, you've Jota, you've Firmino, you have him. Or I'm not sure what he is. <laughs> I would say you're going to see. I'd say you're going to see another DS being signed this summer. I would say you're going to have another attacking midfielder, stroke forward, of of a more mature age, maybe 23, 24, getting signed this year uh, during the summer. They're, they're about to make four or five marquee signings. They've already said that. And as Robinson peaked, do you think the little Greek fella now is going to take over from No, I think he's a great step in. I think, uh, I think uh, Robbo is probably the best left-back in, in, in the EPL, if not Europe. See, this is the other thing, guys. He's like, yeah, because he's been around a fair bit, you know, a lot of people don't realise Declan Rice is, is 23. Yeah. Any mm. manager, you know, like, and, and I, I really, really hope, I'd be really disappointed if it's City, but I, I think any, you know, then top managers will, you know, he's, he's, he's great investment. And again, the thing with Klopp is what he's brilliant at, and, and he admits, he's like, he looks at their fitness record. He does not like, he will not touch a player that, that like you know that 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 has lots of injuries and 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 Declan doesn't you know like and as I say he's got a great engine and I just think I just had I've always had this weird feeling that Klopp will see something in him and 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 yeah and I think like Keith said you know like he, he'll be he needs a manager like that to bring him to the next level no disrespect to Moyes to take him you know to a world class level. Was enjoying this. Beer, but it's gone a bit sour now since you started. Greg's <laughs> <laughs> bitter tears have come already. Bitter tears, cold sweats oh. already. We li- let's have a li- listen to Duncan. Where are you going next season with Frank? <laughs> is he staying there? Is Frank staying there, or, or what's happening? Or is, is he flipping around? Well, there's, there's lots of places I was going. I was going to Boise is going back to Everton. Who's going Moisey? No, uh, I don't know about that. And I don't know about the, the Lampard thing, really, you know. A lot of our lads are saying, well, why did they, what I mean, what are they saying? I don't know. They were saying, why didn't they give Big Dunk a chance? He only played three games when he, when he was in charge and he didn't lose any of them and two of them were against big teams. But anyway, where are we going? <clears throat> I think we'd have to have a total clear out anyway. Like, Lots of even Coleman will have to go, even though he's a great, he's great for the club and not really, really great. For the club. There was a time when but, you were cleaned out by the by your neighbors, you used to nick the players, but I don't think they'll be taking anybody based on what Sean said about Jurgen Klopp and, and not signing people with injuries because Jesus, you only seem to tie the laces and everything they're out for a month. <laughs> I know that too. Oh, yeah, that but, Italian beer I mean, you're drinking. Did you see them celebrating after the secured survival in Goodison? They're all Deli Alley and all on the beer. Deli Alley turned up for 45 minutes. He didn't he didn't bother showing up yesterday. <laughs> but, yeah, no, 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 I suppose, yeah. I didn't even watch that game to tell you the truth. I was more interested. Not like Ali Babana. <laughs> that's what they need. Somebody with a magic carpet. 
<laughs> but I mean, there has to be a total cleared out there. I mean, some of them only played good at the, uh, towards the end, maybe since Lampard came in. Like a Wobie, I mean, everybody hated him, like, you know, but he seemed to run around the place then after that. Like, you know, Pickford seemed to get a bit better as well. That young lad, Gordon, is a good player. He's a really good player, kind of thing. To, uh, uh, young man, uh, the two left back and right back, two dark guys, Godfrey and uh, Holgate. Like, I mean, Jesus Christ, you're just waiting for them to get sent off. They just seem to, they're not, they don't seem to be footballers. They just seem to stop other people from playing and lash into them and things like that. There's a good few, a good few will have to clear out. Good few will have to clear out. And then you see, if they get them in from another country, they're going to have to say to them, Kids will come in from another country and they say, Where is everything? Oh, it's in London. Because they won't want to go up to the north. Do you know? It'll be freezing up there. You, know, <laughs> winter, oh, you, you know, go in and you go, They're signing forever to Liverpool. Sturdy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm signing for Liverpool. I'm signing for Liverpool. And then you go, No, no, you're signing for everything's in Liverpool. Sorry, Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I mean, well, it would have been disastrous Liverpool, when you stand for new ground. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's in Liverpool. Yeah. You just pulled on that blue short. Yeah, giving them the blue short. What's that for? That's our second choice jersey. And this is <laughs> yeah. our, and, and this doesn't look like Anfield. No, this is where we play our other games. It's <laughs> <laughs> a training ground. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Keith, your biggest worry is Patrick Vieira moving to some decent club. What are you trying to say, you cheeky son? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, yeah, the big thing for him is that it was a gamble for Palace at the start of the season, uh, taking him on. And of course, he's he's proven himself uh, throughout the season that he's he's good at his job. He's uh, he's got an attacking way of playing. Oh, he's, a, he's <laughs> attacking minded, all right. Yeah, well, we yeah, had kicking, <laughs> definitely with the kicks. He's, he's taking it from Canton, aren't he? He's got it from your boys. Uh, so, yeah. So yeah, I think he's um he's for a shop window for himself in regards to the Premiership. He's he's really um sort of put himself out there. So I hope he'll. I'm pretty sure he'll stay for next season. Whether he'll be there the season after that, I I couldn't tell you. I think it'll be it'll be gone by then. There'll be somebody else wanting to have him. Possibly a move to Arsenal. Maybe I don't know. Um, we just have to see. But do you yeah. think you, do you think you'll get the Chelsea lad across? Oh, Connor, yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, I suppose it depends what's going on with Chelsea at the moment. I mean, he's been brilliant for us. Real key player. Uh, whenever he's been playing, he's been he's been a integral part of, of us, you know, getting a win out of the game. Um, you know, for years, it was always waiting on Zaha to play and, and us only winning when he was playing. So the fact we've got three or four other players in there now that do make a big difference, it's been brilliant. So, I don't know, it's one of those things. It's uh, We've had it before with... Um, oh, God. What's his number? Uh, uh, Batshuayi, we had him for a little bit. He yeah. didn't do too bad for us. We also had... Um, and you'll have uh, Wamba Zaka back. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> we had all the transfer <laughs> money. Just please take him. <laughs> Oi, I tell you what, we did all right with your boys. We sold you Zaha and bought him back at a, a pretty yeah, penny, didn't yeah. we? So no, we did yeah. the same Wamba Zaka. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like, back. I think it was be all out and annoyed out with Paul Pogba. <laughs> <laughs> and Balassi, we'll have Balassi back as well. We'll the money out of this wealthy club. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, hopefully we'll keep hold of him. I mean, I, like every season for me, it's just staying up. That's that's all it is for me, staying up. And if we do any better than that, then that's good. So, um, yeah. I think that'll be different next season though, Keith. I think he's he's underpinned it. 
And I think he's like, you know, the thing with Palace, again, a lot of people don't realise is their youth programme is amazing. Yeah. I mean, um, in South London, you know, they've, you know, that, that youth, you know, culture, you can see them, they're like, they, they really have invested in that. And I, and I, you know, I, I think he's, I think he'll be there for a while. I think he's, um, you know, he's shored it up. They've, you've had some great results this year. I mean, you oh, know, yeah, and, yeah, and, We've had some blinding results, and it's yeah. like you said about the youth team and stuff like that. I mean, it's certainly, you know, I think we're there right for the picking from bigger clubs to come in and just swoop in and, and and take a few as they've been going along. But yeah, hopefully, like I said, I'm always I'm always the uh, I'm quite optimistic, but with Palace, I'm always on the pessimistic side. So I just hope, like I said, I hope we do have them for longer. It'd be brilliant if we do uh, and continue to build. But yeah, we just have to see how it goes. And like I said, that's the whole thing of being being Palace. You celebrate when you when you win, which isn't often. And if you lose, you're not really that bothered. <laughs> you're used to it. Yeah, but, but I think like we said at the beginning, the noise is amazing. Here, I'm going to ask you, best moment of the season? We'll start with you, Keith. Uh, oh, God. Uh, for me, I, I, I got along to the semi-final, went along watched uh, Palace lose against Chelsea. But that was, uh, for me, that because I was there, that was great. Mark. Lost. <laughs> oh, doing United. Oh, that was that was greatest. That was the greatest result of the season. Fantastic. In fact, probably one of the greatest results <coughs> of the decade. <laughs> Duncan. Oh, to somebody else. Someone uh, else here. I have not to say. I don't have a best moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just don't Craig. It can't there can't be two of us. <laughs> Well, well, in all fairness, Duncan, you can actually you can congratulate yourself on staying up. Well, I'll tell you what I am going to say that no one has said it yet. And I'm going to say this to you. Liverpool were 14 points behind City uh, in January or February. And to come back with the way they did and unlucky probably to win that league. And I'm, I hate this going out on air now and, and people listen to me talking like this, but it has to be said. It does have to be said. I'm not trying to Moss, Mark, or anything like that. But it does have to, have to be said. They're a fucking great team. And they're a great team to watch. Yeah. Just I, and, and I agree. Way, yeah. And by the way, the, the other side to it is, is we, are the, we are the architects of our own downfall. We lost less games than Man City. But just like when we lost the season by one point two years ago, again, or three years ago, we basically drew far too many games. That's that was our downfall. Getting but the caught. thing was, Mark, I did a bit of research today just because I wanted to say exactly what Duncan said. I think, like, you know, what we got to remember here is if it had gone tits up for City yesterday, that was it. That was their whole season was on that game, on that that winning the Premiership, which is no mean feat. And don't get me wrong, but you know, when I looked today, they said Liverpool only lost two games in the whole season. Their points total would have won the league twenty-four out of the last twenty-nine years which is incredible. It yeah. said they've played in every game that's possible for them to play this season, obviously after uh, Saturday. Um, so they played 63 in total, six in the League Cup, six in the FA Cup, 13 in the Champions League, 38 in the Premiership, which is 63. I mean, you know, I, 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 you, to me, they're the team of the season. I, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable what, what they've actually achieved. And, and again, you know, like to do it with a squad that's not Man City's squad. You know, they, they can't go out and spend, you know, they spend money, but it's not like Man City. It's not, 
and everything. It's, I mean, again, it just shows you how remarkable that that manager is. I think, and and you know, like, yeah, as as you say, we've all thought they blew it. We thought they blew it again, and and yeah, they they almost pulled it off. And what? I mean, they might. Yesterday is probably the most exciting end of the season. I remember. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. yeah. Not almost. I mean, the Man City game, everyone. It was when you when you weren't them, but like, okay, for what? <laughs> I had nothing to, you know, it wasn't even what bothered about our result to use, but I just being a neutral, watching both ends of it, you kind of just this, mm. this is brilliant. Mm. Yeah, there was so much, weren't there, Greg? I mean, but even you guys, you know, like between us and you, you know, like that is a big difference financially. Yeah. You know, the quality of you know, and and again, you know, with the best one in the world, I think you guys deserve to be not with how you played this season, but just your history, you know, it's probably better that you you guys are in there. I know you want to be in the Champions League, but, but I mean, you know, all of them things that were resolved and, and the whole week leading up to it, I mean, the Everton game was unbelievable, the comeback. I mean, mm. you know, and, and I'm sadly, you know, the Vieira thing took the headlines, really, which mm. was, I think, sad yeah. for, you know, like for both teams. Because, so is your, is um, your moment of the season Liverpool, Sean? It has to be something. It has to be a West Ham moment. <laughs> yeah, I, Jesus, it's my, your best season in a long, long time. There has my to moment, be one. Like, the still game. Yeah, you say the semi-final, getting into the final, one of the best. I think the, the you know the, the the whole thing about yeah the quarter-final getting into the semis yeah was probably the big one. Going to uh, you know like you know doing it away as well in two games where we came back you know after after you know struggling in the home game. But just seeing them in Europe is amazing. I, I think, you know, that, I think David Moyes has deserved that. You know, he's had a he's a great manager, Moyes, and you know he fucked it all up himself. Um, and you know, I don't think he was given a chance at Man United. And I think if he was, I still don't think he's a Klopp or a you know or or a Conte or anything. But I think um, you know, it, it, I'm, I'm glad that he's he's sort of pulled back a bit of his reputation. You know that. Yeah. That uh, that he had when he lost Everton, but I think the European, yeah, the European back. But I've got to say, I, I so enjoyed yesterday, and the Leeds. I mean, I mean yeah, that what a result. I, yeah, I mean, I you know I didn't care for Burnley, and I think what they've done to Sean Dykes was appalling. I mean, like I said mm. on here a couple of times ago, you know, if they'd had a manager set up, I could have agreed with it. But they just, you know, for all he's done for that club, I didn't think that was right. But I think, like the the you know, for them Leeds fans, unbelievable yesterday. You know, like it was. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's been an amazing season, and and you know, and I just hope Liverpool do top it off with the Champions League. And I think any British supporter, you know, including <laughs> a certain team, you know, any or two teams, you know, everybody should be willing them for the for the British football, you know, for them to 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 bring that trophy back because I think. Um, you know, they thoroughly deserve it after this season. Right. And, 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 and I'll stop now, Greg, with the... We go over to Mark now, because he might want to have a few words. And we'll, and we'll talk about the build-up to the big final. <sighs> my, I, I, I won't give you my favourite moment of the season. If there was any, they usually were involved with number seven, banging the ball into the box, into the goal again. So everything good about my season was that to do with Ronaldo. And when people said he, he shouldn't be there... You kind of go, well, Jay's, if he wasn't there, I definitely wouldn't have any moments. <laughs> well, Greg, Greg, the funny thing is, you know, I can't, but one thing that I'm so shocked with Man United is they finished with a zero goal difference this season. Yeah. You know, and you think everyone's knocking Ronaldo. Without him, 
you would have been in a minus. I mean, you know, Ronaldo was next runner up, our first to the two lads that won the Golden Boot. Actually, funny enough, I was listening to Gary Lineker. I don't know if you watch match of the day and him and Ian Roy, like your three strikers there, and they were going like that amount of goals wouldn't even got you eight. So he yeah. said, how football has changed now. It's not as easy to score, even though there's a lot of goals. But the goals come from everywhere. So yeah. the days of a, a striker banging in a record amount, you know what I mean? And that's why I think Ian Wright said, I came runner-up one year. He said, I think I've done 28 goals. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, that was runner-up, you know? Yeah, amazing, yeah. It, it is changed. And I think the way Liverpool play, it's the goals come from all over the place. You know what I mean? Like, I honestly, when they, when you went 1-0 down, I just kind of went... Like I, my predictions for the scores, I thought you were both going to just steamroller over the teams with just the momentum and the fact you were both at home. I felt the views of being playing Crystal Palace away, I thought they might have because they are your bogey team. The amount of times yeah. they, they've been a banana skin, uh, not anymore. I see City, City uh, we, we're banana skin for City. Liverpool have got over us now, definitely a long time ago. They <laughs> put, put that to bed. You're a, you're a, you're a thicker bunch of bananas for us. <laughs> <laughs> So, Mark, how do you see it going? I wanted to be five all coming into, you know, 90 minutes and then it goes to extra time and there might be another six or a seventh. Or I'd love it to be a big goal fest. I don't really care who wins it as long as it's not a nil all stalemate game. From- uh, that won't be nil all. I think, I think, um, well, the, the only concerns coming from the Liverpool team is unfortunately Thiago is out. Thiago is out. Fabinho is probably going to be out as well. Uh, going to be a, a problem in midfield. It means it's going to be Henderson, Keita, maybe Jones. And who after that? Minamino. Uh, I mean, or maybe they're going to drop Diaz into the centre of the park and they bring Bobby on and then you have Salamane and Bobby up front. It's going to be really interesting to see what team he, he, he's, he's going to put out. But those two missing are are basically, I mean, they're the two midfielders you don't want missing heading into a big game like this. But yeah. in saying that, with the exception of uh, uh, Junior for Real Madrid and that fantastic young French star that they have, the 19-year-old. With the exception of those two young players, the Real Madrid team is practically the same as the team that we lost to three, four years ago. And we basically only have Henderson and Milner from that team who are basically left. We have a completely different team. Remember, Salah went off um, and really, we're a completely different team to the team that played against them in the, in the last time we met them in the Champions League. What so, about Van Dijk? Is he going to be fit? Oh, Van Dijk's fit. Yeah, Van Dijk's fit and Allison's fit. So they're basically they were on the bench for Sunday, but he didn't want to use them. So uh, if Kelleher came on, I'd have to say I'd go. I could. I could handle them winning it now if that young fellow was playing. <laughs> well, I think do you know what I think it's going to be an exciting game I think it's going to be an open game I, I, I definitely can see goals it may be a draw and go to extra time but I think there's going to be goals I don't think it's going to be a stalemate I don't think it's going to be I don't think it's going to be 0-0 or 1-1 I think it's going to be definitely going to be goals 
I think it's going to be an open flowing game. I think they're going to go at each other. Uh, and ever that could be Everton's highest highest thing of the season, couldn't it? The next Everton manager winning the Champions League against Liverpool. Well, well you know, clutching, so that's probably you're clutching why, at straws. You know what I mean? No, that's probably why I'm up for Liverpool. I wouldn't be an Angelotti fan. I thought he left off. He didn't even say goodbye to anybody. Now I know Real Madrid came knocking, but at the same time. He didn't give us long enough for anything like that. Maybe that was in the deal. Listen, I'll stay with you. It's not that I'll help you out. But Real Madrid, I'm not going to go. Maybe he did. I'll ask you this one. How many, who's who's ahead on Champions League wins now? You or Real Madrid? Real Madrid's obviously still. Oh, for what? For for Liverpool or Real Madrid? Yeah, way ahead of you. Many of they won. Yeah, 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 they are. This will be our seventh if we win it. And uh, I think they've got about 11 or 12. And they're kind of up there with um, Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich, AC Milan, Real Madrid have all got the most, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's a, it, and both, you know, well, I was going to say both, but like both, sometimes you'll get an, an odd team that creeps in there and their league performance wasn't as good. But the fact that the two is right up at the top, you know what I mean? I, I know City won it, but like, let's, I think we all agree that Jesus, there was nothing in it really, was there? You know what I mean? No fairness, mm. you know, you have to say Benzema is going to be a real handful. Um, mm. and, I, and I think if we end up playing Matip at the back, we could be in trouble. Um, I think Kanate, even though he's only 22, I think with Van Dijk, he plays very well. He's got a record of no losing games. Matip doesn't track back, you know, and, you know, between himself and Trent Alexander on Sunday, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. The two of them were awful. Um, the thing is, Mark, is there a bit of, could there be a bit of born out there for Liverpool? Because I've been in, that's been an intense two weeks. FA Cup final. Seriously, they're, they're professional footballers. They're going to have a week off. Come on, Greg. You know, the, most of them are in their 20s. They're having a week off. James Milner isn't he's 50. James, I think he's a year younger than me. <laughs> James Milner. I think, I think Milner could be the key. James Milner's Benzema. about 57. I, I would put Milner on Benzema and just leave him on him. I think, like, mm. you know, just I, think the worrying, I just think the worrying thing is, as you say, you lost your lad, your midfielder, and you looked like a different team in the second half. Um, the, um, he was the creative one. But yeah. I, I think the one we haven't mentioned which is always a nemesis, is Modric. I mean, everybody forgets about him. And if that, you let that boy control the game, then you lose. Right. So, you know, you, I, 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 he's the one I just think, if you can, if you can control him, mm-hmm. you, you've, got, you've got a hell of a chance. You let him, you let him control the game. And, yeah. you know, as so many, as, you know, England found out, you know, so many teams have found out in Europe, he... You just, well, you just forget about him. It's really weird. It's like, and you know, all of a sudden at the end of the game, you're like, he's a fucking genius. That's all you hear. And it's like, yeah. but no, not even anyone's really mentioning Modric this week. And I, I just, I think that's frightening because mm-hmm. if I was, you know, you want to, the old days of Grand Soonish, you just want to take that little fucker out straight away in the first <laughs> 10 minutes and, you, and you've, you've won it. <coughs> well, you'd, be hoping, you'd be hoping Keita was going to do that because yeah. you know he's 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 a little Rothweiler, so you're expecting him to break up play in the middle of the park. Mm. Um, ideally, it would have been better with, as I say, Fabinho and 
Tiago in beside him, but higher never. We'll just have to see. Who's it. refereeing it? Don't know. I haven't looked at it yet. Can have a big bearing on it because they can play both ways. Real Madrid, they can play lovely football and all that, but they can also turn into their buddies like Inter and start rolling yeah. all the place. Who's that ref with the blonde shot? He's got blonde hair. He's a, he's a, I don't know if he's German or whatever. He's, bl- he's a really good ref. He, he, I can't believe it. Probably got him to do it. He was brilliant. I saw him oh, on one of the Euro- European games. He didn't take any crap. Like if anybody was diving, he was like, "Yeah, get up to the floor to get the game flowing." Oh, but I haven't got a clue what his name is at all. But he was he was absolutely brilliant. When's it on? Saturday night. That final. Sorry, Duncan. Go ahead. But when's it on? Saturday night. Saturday night. But uh, John, based on what you're saying in the final of the Europa League, did you did you was you looked and said, "Jesus, we could have won that easily." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I didn't. Yeah. I didn't think Frankfurt were that good at all. Um, you know what I mean? I didn't think either turn, team really turned up, did they? It was like, I mean, um, but then again, you know that we we looked fucked. I mean, we looked fucked. In, <laughs> I, 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 you know, there's just no legs left in us. It's, the squads are not big enough. That's why I so admire what Liverpool done because, you know, with that, and again, you know, I'm not going to go on again, Greg, because you'll throw up, but. Yeah, I mean it's 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 unbelievable, you know. I'm they've... getting used to it now. It just kind of comes <laughs> over me now. You know what I mean? I can't. I'm just trying to look who the referee is. Hang on. So which? He is. He is. Um, he is. Clement Turpin. Um, it says Clement uh, Turpin. He's French. He's 39. Oh, he lost him. He's lost And he was the fourth official the last time. Uh, the last time Real won the Champions League. And would you say, like, if there's a lot of French people get tickets because they don't dish you out the tickets to all the fans, you know, are you going to find that the French crowd will talk? Well, I thought, you know, it won't make any difference because in fairness, Liverpool fans will show up. So nobody's going to outshout you. It's whether you influence, the, whether they can have an influence on the ref and if the ref's strong enough, you know what I mean? And if you're coming, oh, from, the, well, you're coming well, from the French League, you're used to just... PSG winning everything. <laughs> yeah. well, to be quite honest with you, Salah, Salah Mane and whoever else is going to come on and support them has to turn up on Saturday. It's as simple as that. They they have to turn up. Salah has not turned up for the last half a season. Uh, and I don't know whether his head's somewhere else or mm. what's going on with his negotiations. But you know what? Yeah, if you want to be a Real Madrid player and he wants to go Real Madrid, he better turn up and put the put the work in. Otherwise, they won't be looking to sign him. Especially now that they've missed out on Kylian Mbappe. I would have no problem with Salah going if we got 130 or 40 million for him. Yeah, it's that like you look at Salah, you look at Chelsea, you know what I mean? And there's Salah, you know, built there at Chelsea. You're not good enough. And who else were he saying yesterday was building there with Chelsea? Um, oh, um, uh, they, uh, fucking De Bruyne, De Bruyne, another fella told, you're not good enough. Out you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Thomas Tuchel's gone. Whoever made that decision? Well, you your know, old manager made the club. decision. Get rid of him. Get rid of him now. Your old manager, Greg. Your old manager made that decision. Jose. Jose. Yeah, Jose, Jose did that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you say about Salah, though. I mean... You know, not only did he win the golden boot, but he, he's the most assist for the whole season. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's you know, you take him out of the equation, you reckon you would have had a different season. You know, like, it's, 
it's I, I I fancy him against Real Madrid. I think you know the only thing that, the only thing that worries me is Modric. You play such a high line, mm. you play yeah. into his strengths. You know, like and um, you know, and and again, you know, we know that both your fullbacks get a bit excited, and yeah, you know, Modric he can he can put a ball through the eye of a needle, and and yeah. like um, that worries me. It does. Junior is just so fast. He is just so fast. That yeah. kid. You know, and if they, as I say, if they bring the young French kid on as well, would they going to have a, it's, it's, a it's Alison and the city keeper has a tendency of thinking that they're better outfield players at times than they actually are, and they can put that, they can put you under a lot of pressure. And at that, if your man is as fast as you think, he'd be down on you in a flash, and yeah. all of a sudden. Alison could panic, take him out, and all of a sudden he's red carded. I hate. I, that's the other thing. I, I don't want to see. I don't want to see it drop. No, that. I agree. Yeah, no red card. Yeah. That destroyed that's... that game against Liverpool and, and Spurs because even yeah. with Spurs, Spurs came into as much, but you just could never see them winning that game once they were the, a man down. You know what I mean? Although saying that again, I thought Leeds were going to, have to screw it up even when they went to man down. We hold on. We get a player sent off, and then we'll score. You know, and you're kind of what the hell is that, lad? <laughs> so we're going to move on to music. And Mark, enlighten us on this phenomenon that's Tool. Because I don't have had much knowledge of Tool. Duncan said, what are we talking about building for, Greg? <laughs> <laughs> so listen, anyway, no, there's a couple of, you know, all the gig scene is opening back up again. I've been at a couple of amazing gigs already this year. Tool is probably uh, a band that most of you have never heard of. Uh, Los Angeles band formed in 1990. They've only actually produced five albums. Uh, they also have a side project, um, um, but their, their primary band is, is Tool. Um, probably one of the greatest drummers in the world, Danny Carey. Um, uh, lead singer um, is uh, Maynard James, and basically he is um, a really interesting character. He was in the American Army, he went into the army to basically sort of when he came out, he would actually they would pay for his uh, college education. So very very smart. Went to art, art college, and basically writes and produces and does lots of stuff. The one thing about the band that's really unusual is. Their, their set usually lasts about two hours, 45 minutes. Uh, the songs are usually about anything from about 10 to about 14 minutes long. They're kind of, if you can get your head around, they're kind of like somewhere, if you were to put um, Kim, King Crimson, um, Pink Floyd and Metallica into a blender, you'd probably come up with two. Yeah, um, it was like, there was a serious, it was a sellout gig. Oh, complete sellout gig, and some of the tickets were changing hands outside. The sound was, it was lovely. It wasn't Ed Sheeran, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I've actually been glad because you weren't here the last two where I was discussing the phenomenon that isn't Ed Sheeran. Yeah. <laughs> Paul put it lovely, and I thought, but Paul put it nice and eloquently. Mark would have probably put it a little bit more bluntly. You know what I mean? I'd love to. I'd love to see Ed Sheeran in a blender. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Exactly. You might have got noticed yesterday if you were on. I entered me last year to be fifties yesterday. You know, and my daughter gave me a perfect present because I kept thinking about it. Uh, 
two tickets to see Duran Duran playing less than 10 minutes down the road from me. And I thought, perfect. It's a Sunday afternoon. What a great way. Because they're still a top band. Would oh, you? yeah, absolutely. We'll probably check that out. But more importantly, tomorrow night, we've got two nights in Colmenum with uh, My Chemical Romance. Uh, decided just before lockdown to reform again because they broke up about 10, 12 years ago. So it's great to see them back out in the road again. And um, that'll be an amazing show. Two shows, actually, but we're only going to one of them. So that's going to be outdoor. It's probably going to be about 30, probably about 25, 30,000 each night. So, uh, in Kilmainham, it's more them. than you get Goodison, isn't it? <laughs> Sean, will you have Sean, your new stadium? Sean. When is that going? Sean, no, Sean, you let me down there now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing a different side of you now. I have to say, when is the new oh, stadium coming online, Duncan? Where's the what? When is the new you stadium? Uh, it's 24, I think. 24. 24. Good job we didn't go down. But then you still have taken over Liverpool then, won't you? Yeah. But listen, come here. Well, we seen... might give them Goodison because we already gave them Manfield. <laughs> I, I would say there's there's an album we should get um, Paul to actually review because I think he, uh, I think it, it'll be an interesting uh, album for him. The guys, some of the guys from Tom York and some of the guys from Radiohead and some of the guys from a band that he's been championing called uh or son of kemet yes yeah. sorry son of kemet. not that i'm a knowledge on that it's just that two years we're talking about it and yeah. they, 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 they have a sax player in it yes yeah. so, so they've got together with tom york from radiohead and have done an album so it'll be interesting to get paul's take on that it's funny i'm not a i'm not a big radiohead fan probably a little bit too the day down in the dumps for me to be honest with you but uh, I but I do like creep. Was that was that Radiohead? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So, I do like that. Too for you, Greg. But too sophisticated for you. Too 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 much detail in the lyrics for you. No, it's too depressing. There. Now we here for a short while, so we might as well make, make sure it's a really good uplifting. So and let's move on to the man who taught. Do you know what? I need to go out there on a bike and cycle. The length uh, of the UK. Keith, what possessed you to take uh, on this challenge when you're only 24 years of age? I fucking wish, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I asked myself loads of times when I was on the ride. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Uh, I don't know. I'm hitting 50 this year, so uh, I wanted to do a little challenge. I've done a lot of marathon running and stuff like that when my knees were a little bit better, so I went on to cycling and just put myself in Lycra, uh, which I quite like. Sometimes I don't actually go out on a bike. I just sit in the bike at, at home, just rub myself. <laughs> it does feel nice against your skin. And I didn't do the shaving. I did stop at the shaving malarkey that they do. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't, don't want to do any of that crap. But, um, yeah, it started off as just something for me to do myself. And then every single client that spoke to me about doing it, they said, why are you doing it? I'm like, I'm just doing it because I fancy doing it. And they're like, what, what, you're not doing it for charity? I'm like, no, 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 I'm just doing it because I fancy. I just thought I was fucking mad. So, um, so you weren't doing it like you were going No, not initially. No, initially, no. It was just, it was purely just going to be something I was going to do for myself. And then I had so many people saying to me, you're doing it for charity that um, my other half, Louise, just said, I think you should just do it for some charities because you kept from getting asked. So, uh, I chose uh, Samaritans because I volunteer for them uh, as and when I can do. And then 
Uh, my mate that did all the driving, so he was like my backup for the whole time, he's got a form of epilepsy. So I did it for the Epilepsy Society as well. So, uh, yeah, off I went on the 1st of May and trundled up the country like a fucking man possessed to get to John O'Groats in nine days. So, yeah, it's about 108 miles a day, depending on detours, because there was a few. <laughs> At the end of it, did you neck that whole bottle of whiskey? <laughs> I didn't neck it all. No, no, no. But I did enjoy it. It was after doing that. I think I deserved. Yeah, I deserve. I mean, that, that was that was brilliant. Going through from Blair Athol over to Aviemore. So you went. Uh, if you guys ever been to Scotland, I don't know if you have, but uh, Mark has. Mark usually a... goes up to see Rangers play. <laughs> <laughs> He's almost got a season ticket, hasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can always see him in blue. <laughs> um, but there's a road called the A9 that literally, I think it takes you from Edinburgh all the way up to uh, John O'Groats or thereabouts. And uh, this particular part, you've got, I think, Ben Nevis on one side and there's another Nevis over here somewhere. But it goes through uh, Dow Winnie, where they make the whiskey. So, of course, I was cycling through there. I thought, I've got to stop there and get get myself a little drink. And, uh, yeah, and then I had a few, few of those at the end, which was great. It was... Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a hard thing to do. I mean, I, I wanted it to be a challenge. Uh, it certainly was. Uh, would I do it again? Probably, but I'll take about a month to do it and do about 20 miles each day and just take it very, very easy. So how long? How long you've done it in seven, did you? Seven days? Nine. No, nine days. Nine days. It was so challenging. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was a bit Where was the breaking point? Because you did nearly break Oh, I, t- I too. I too broke it. So I got to um, Bolton. So the, the we decided that we'd stay in a Premier Inn because we'd always be staying in this I think motorhome I most of the time. Passing through Bolton. What's that? <laughs> it would break me <laughs> staying in a Premier Inn in Bolton. That would break. Honestly, me. it was it was it was, it was, it was com- <laughs> yeah, compared to what we had though. This was like paradise. We we're like, oh my god, this is this is amazing. And uh, my knee had blown up that particular day, just swollen up like three times the size and. Uh, the, the middle bit of the ride, so this particular route I was following was along a lot of canal paths and it's, it's trying to keep you as safe as possible, which it did, but a lot of it was, wasn't great for riding on. Uh, so I was in absolute bits by the end of the day. I, there wasn't much road. There was quite a lot of bumpy bits. It was just a ball out. My knee had gone like that. And um, yeah, I felt like launching my bike. I, I, I really did have a, a proper low moment there. Uh, spoke to me. I love, the way, said, I, I love the way you called it a ball out. Yeah, you were. Yeah. I love the way it was, you called yeah. it a ball. Load. It was a ball. Yeah, it was a. Yeah, it was a bit. Yeah, it was a bit actually. Uh, but um, yeah, I had a word with the missus. I was like, oh, fuck it, I don't think I can fucking do this. This is just mental. Um, fortunately, I've spoken to a client of mine who she's a physio. Did a FaceTime with her, and I bought some of this. You know that tape you see all the athletes have got strapped on them and things like that. And she taught me for how to strap my knee up. So I strapped my knee up, tucked my petticoat in. And then uh, off I went for the next day. And the next day was, yeah, it was all right. It was really good. Uh, yeah, got the, to... the, tape, the tape actually works, yeah? Yeah, well, I, I didn't think it would. It's one of those, you see, you see people with them gaffered up. They're yeah, like gaffered everything up. They plaster on you and go, there you are, you're grand now. You fell off your bike when you were a kid. You stick yeah. a band-aid on you. There you go, back out and play. You know what I mean? Probably, it's probably psychological. Yeah, put a little smiley face on it. But, yeah, it was... Um, it was all right. It felt all right. I was like, I was able to continue on. Um, but a, a lot of, probably the, the biggest one, and I think I'd got to the 
penultimate day, my mate had come out and met me about five miles out from finishing. And uh, he said, I'll cycle in with you tonight. And I was like, oh, great. And we got to the campsite, he opened up the motor home. I mean, Simon was the absolute nuts. He's like my dad on this thing. He'd be making me sandwiches, breakfast, you've eaten enough, cleaning the bikes, oiling the bikes, doing everything you needed to do, cleaning my clothes, going to the laundry. He was honestly, he was, he was going above and beyond this guy. And uh, all of a sudden, I've gone to bed. He's like, You're absolutely fucking naked. Just go to bed. You're knackered. I could hear all this cluttering about and stuff. And he's only gone and lost the fucking keys to the motorhome. So I'm like, oh, What the fuck are we going to do? I was so used to having backup because. Initially, I was going to do the whole ride on my own, and then after the first day, I realised that was that would have been a really bad idea. And I, Simon was just like, a, like I said, an absolute legend all the way through. Uh, so of course, the, the fear of doing it on my own on the last day was actually quite big. I was thinking, I need to carry more stuff with me. I need to leave earlier. What am I going to do if he doesn't get there? Uh, it was just a, it was just a massive uh, ball eight. But we got I've used that again, ball eight, <laughs> bum ache as well. I've uh, saddles. That's, yeah, they're, yeah, they're not great. I've got about fifty. It's spinning glass and yes, yeah, it's like a razor. It's like a razor blade on you. I don't know what that, what that like. They must be talking to you by the time you get up to Vic and John Groats. <laughs> Please stop, stop. stop. <laughs> uh, but I got about half. I've done about 53, 54 miles, and um, it was dry. I had a tailwind behind me, so I was absolutely flying. I'm doing like 30, 30 odd miles an hour, which was which was great. Second half, which was another 54, 55 miles, it just pissed down. Started coming down. And I was texting, I was texting my mate saying, have you got the key sorted out yet? Because he said he was getting this guy to come out to, to fix it. It was going to cost him 600 quid to get the, the key. I don't know how the hell they do it. It's like magic or something. They, they can put a thing in the, in the barrel of the lock and work out what the key is and then make you a key. So I was messaging, all right, I'll see you at lunch then. I said, I need to get out of these dry clothes. I said, I'm oh, absolutely soaking wet. I'm hungry. This sort of just, just real getting really hacked off of it all. And uh, I found this little calf that was just like this little oasis in the middle of nowhere. Uh, they had a signpost for like the last three or four miles. And I, I ducked into this calf. And of course, I'm in the middle of nowhere. And I think, they're going to take apple pie. And they were like, I said, yeah, apple pie. I need some yeah, yeah, we take apple pie. Brilliant. Order some food sitting there. And I'm thinking, right. I need to let Simon know where I am so he doesn't drive past uh, so I can get changed. You know, it's the only, one and only time in the whole ride, everywhere, I couldn't get a signal on the phone at all. Nothing. Literally nothing at all. So what am I going to do? I need to let him know where I am. The Apple Pay would work, but you couldn't get your phone. Yeah, I couldn't get my phone working. That was the bad thing about it. So I had to go retro. I asked the woman at the, uh, the owned the shop to use a uh, landline to ring up my mate. And uh, my mate then proceeded to tell me that he couldn't get there. The van was a no-go. I was, I was like, I'm 40 miles away from finishing this, and you, you can't get out to me. No, I can't get to you. I was, yeah, I was distraught. I did. I was like, what am I going to do? So, um, did you call this man? Yeah, I should have. Oh, I felt like I felt like calling him. <laughs> I should have done that. What am I doing? Yeah, no, no, I should have, I should have rung him up. Actually, it's not a bad shout. Was that the most painful part of it? It, yeah, it was, and it. Uh, well, there, there was one bit that there, as all this is going on, there's a few people in the in the calf, and there's this old uh, Scottish guy in the corner. I was earwigging. He was he was like 82, and he'd uh, he'd had a stroke, and he moved back into the area. And I felt a bit bad because I'd ordered the sandwich that he wanted, <laughs> and it was the last one. So I'm sitting there eating this sandwich, thinking, oh, maybe I should have given him this given him this food. But um, he 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 called me over. He said, uh, 
are you doing this for charity? I was like, yeah, I'm doing it for you know, Samaritans and this, that and the other. And he was like, oh, okay. Okay. So I went and sat back down again. And then about five minutes later, he called me over again. He said, I'd, I'd like to give you, I'd like to give you this. And it was a ten, Scottish £10 note, which I thought, you cheeky bastards, I can't even use that back in the UK. But um, <laughs> you did in the bank. <laughs> so can, give me, but he gave me this £10 note. And I, I, if I'm honest, I was in bits. I went back to the chair, sat down, a little tear come down me. And I was like, I'm going to have to get on with this now. This old boy's giving me this money. I'm feeling that, you know, I've got to get to the end of it. And he checked the tenor. I had Mary Queen of Scots on. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're a bit tight up there you know what I mean I know I know but a tenner out of a Scotsman was, was yeah. going some I'll tell you so I was he, he said I, I would have given you I would have given you 20 but you had me fucking sandwich <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it you prick and you get your I think it was a good sandwich you know that, it was a really you know good sandwich <laughs> the, the pain you went through you know that real pain in the back in the ball area and probably that do you, you, can you feel that as I'm talking to you? The worst part of the pain. <laughs> can you feel the pain? The pain I'm talking. You know the really the hardest part of that cycle when the pain really when you felt like giving up. Do you, can you imagine what that? Can you remember what that was like now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what it's that's what it's been like for me all season. Being a man, you. Great, great. Okay, so that's the only thing. Hang I on, cycled the right? Yeah, 177 miles, right? And I trained a little bit before it was four or five years ago. And <laughs> it took me 11 hours, right, to cycle it. I stopped three times that it was raining the whole lot. But when I finished 11 hours, right, there was nobody there at the, at the end. You were all gone. <laughs> There's just a note on the rock saying, Gone to pub, Duncan. See you tomorrow. Yeah, please, please, please tell us the last bit though. Yeah, so no, I'd um, I pulled myself together, I got to the top, I shoved a load of old paper towels down the front of me because I was cold and I went full tramp, so I'd stuck all this stuff down. I'm a bit warmer now, right? I'm gonna crack on and get out, so um. I get out of the cab, get up to the road, and the first thing that happens is my phone starts ringing, and it's uh, it's my mate going, the van's sorted. I was like, yeah, fucking ready. I'll get out all this wet gear, getting some dry gear. He said, I'll meet you at John O'Groats. I was like, no, I need you now. I need you now. He's like, no, no, no. By the time I get to you, you, you could you could get to John O'Groats. And uh, you saying about um, Duncan, about somebody being there at the end. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was about three miles away from finishing. And the battery on my phone was was going kaput, so I kept on turning the screen off. Now, the app I was using to direct me would come on. There'd be a little banner at the top saying, you need to turn left or you need to turn right, um, just to save battery. So I, I hadn't seen anything for a while, so I thought, I'll just double-check, and I put the put the app on. I'd gone two miles past the turning, which was oh. a bit of a pain in the arse. So, and I'd turn around and go it back. A pain in the arse. Yeah, well, it was a 30, 30 odd mile an hour yeah. headwind. So I was going to, uh, uh, going back into that, which was a ball lake. I keep saying ball lake. It was, it was a ball lake, all of it, lads. Um, but it's a good job I made that, that wrong turn because my mate got there five minutes before I did. And if I hadn't made that wrong turn, I would have got there and there would have been nobody there. So I would have been cycling in going, hey, where is that? No one there. <laughs> yeah. so, it's lucky I'll, I'll tell you that, what, though, uh, Keith. I'll tell you what, though, Keith. There would have been a Scotsman there going, can I have my fucking tenner back? <laughs> 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 Only lending to you. Can I have it back? 
Shall we, Keith? Uh, did you ever find out what happened to Keys? No, we found him. I think we've, we've got this uh, unwritten rule now that if I find him, I'm not going to say anything. If he finds him, he's not going to say anything because it's it was six probably It was probably when he was having that second beer while the steak dinner was coming down and he was looking yeah. out the window and the rain was belting down and he's thinking, poor Keith. Jeez. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Was, and they, and they Keith, where, do, where do you live, Keith? <laughs> I'm down in Kent. So probably next time it might have been smarter to start at the top and work your way down. Because it would have been drier. It, you were, yeah, definitely. Just around the corner. I could have just done, I could have done, uh, yeah, literally just stopped off here. Would have been easier. But yeah, no, it was good. I'll definitely do it again, but I wouldn't do it in the time frame I did it. In. Definitely not. It's just a... Well, I think John... Oh, listen, I'll take my hat off to you. That's very... amazing. You have, a, you have the bike. You still have your bike, Duncan, haven't you? Have, yeah. yeah I'll do it with you. And he has the Lycra. Does the Lycra ah, still that's it. I don't, no, I still wear the Lycra into work. Oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you like uh, David Williams and, and your man, <laughs> <laughs> you've got to be careful of them sparks you get between your legs, though, with Lycra. <laughs> if you're walking. <laughs> That was it. But actually, I'll tell you one though. thing. You probably would have. You probably done it quicker than Mark would have done it on his Harley when he had it, because it was always breaking down. <laughs> always oh, breaking Mark down. This Harley. How's the Harley going? Broke down again. It's in the garage. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's, that's what happens when you buy vintage bikes. You know what I mean? It's it's never a great idea to buy a vintage. No. Did you buy that when you turned fifty, Mark? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> we actually bought it when I turned twenty-one. So there you yeah. go. Sorry, Keith, I just want to ask you, how many bikes did it take? Did you have more than one bike? Uh, well, I, I, I only had one bike, but I did have the used to be mate's bike if it, if it went completely tits up. So uh, I did have a spare one. But yeah, I had about four punches. A few other bits and bobs went wrong. Four punches in the whole length yeah. of a country is not too bad, not is bad. it? No, it's not bad. So. My, my bike does be out the back and every year to go out to it, it's punctured. Doesn't even mean road. How the hell is it been punctured? <laughs> Haven't even gone out in it. I think there's a feck of moist down there chewing through the fecking tires or something. Is your vestment? Huh? I'm allowed to vet. Oh Jesus! Don't talk to me about the vestment. The vestment got me fifty. It took ten years. I only got it back there fecking a month ago. <laughs> it's been in the garage that long. But that's another story. So, so maybe we could could we put a link on to your charities onto this on the end of it. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do that actually. Yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah for, for I'll resend you the links, Greg, so you'll have the links there, and people yeah, choose whatever one they want to put into. I think anybody yeah. out there, you know what I mean? That's two great causes, and I think when somebody puts that effort in for 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 nothing other than to to help others, you know, it's commendable. And the fact that you do, you know, because we have spoke about men's mental health before. The fact mm. that you actually man the phones and Samaritans. Like, I, I don't know whether I could do it, to be honest with you, Keith. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I can barely handle listening to anybody that's feeling... <laughs> There's a, there is an act to it. There's definitely an act to it. Well, it you You're a hairdresser. That's why yeah, I hang out with Mark, because they're always happy. <laughs> I'll tell you what, you, it you? you wouldn't want to ring... Is sorry, it? you wouldn't want to ring the Samaritans and hear Greg going on about Man United either. Oh, you? No, no, I don't. <laughs> that's not the point yeah, of it. Sorry, Do you imagine... You're down. You're joking me. I've been listening to this for 35 years. Do you know what I mean? Even when they were winning, he wasn't happy. 
There was always <laughs> something to complain about. I know, I was always happy. I know, I was always happy. I wasn't always happy about the price of a ticket in at times, or the, the scarcity of the tickets, because you couldn't get one. But I did Mark, I did get the Mark, didn't he, the didn't... Champions League against Chelsea in Moscow in the downpour of rain. And that has to be one of my greatest football memories of all time. Getting Where home, Mark, I got home rather than talk about. Mark, did you tell me that, that Greg, one time, he, he rang the Samar- Samaritans and they hung up on him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah told me that they I'm hung up on him. They, yeah, they hang up on him all the time. <laughs> and, and, in fact, and in fact, I cut him off pretty quickly. I, I put a timer when he phones. I never get this, but you see, the thing is, I, I can never remember the number. I always have to ask Mark for it. <laughs> Mark, 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 when, I, Mark he, when I'm He was on speed him. dial for 20 years. When <laughs> 30 years, Greg. Speed dial for 30 years. <laughs> Mark, when I'm talking to him, right, and really trying to get off the phone, I just say, give me much longer on that phone. I chase Greg, I'm going to have to go. <laughs> Even use his grandchild as an excuse to get off the phone this morning from me. No, I, I just basically coming out of the school now. I have to go. I have to go. He's only, only I know that rings you and the and you say hello. Oh, I have to take this. I have to take this. I go. What did you ring me for? Yeah, if you knew you'd call, he's the only person that I know that he'd ring you four times and, and three of the four times you'll. He'll have rang you, and he'll go. I have to go. Can't, I can't talk. What the fuck are you ringing me for then? Well, can I just say something else too? Sorry, to cut through. Right? Can I just say something on this? Yeah. When I ring you, you start talking to me. Oh, and yeah. Then again, I get a chance to talk. I forget what it was I rang you. For. <laughs> my, my mouth opens before my eyes in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, Keith, Mark, have you, you got a new, ch- you got a new challenge? Mark, you know what I'm a talking about. A new one. About. I think he another one. swim to Ireland. Oh no, fix swimming. Nah, definitely not one for me. No, nah, not a swimmer. No. Uh, maybe London to Paris or something like that. Maybe do that as a ride. On a quick stuff. Yeah, there you're talking. Yeah, chop around. If we had a bit of thought about if it, anyone did, if Ray Madrid win, I'd probably. Get me paddle bowed out and paddle up the Mersey with a fucking Real Madrid jersey on and see how far they can get. That'd be a good challenge, wouldn't it? Huh? You should have went to the final. Mark, did you, you look get at tickets getting a for ticket, that, Mark? Mark? No. Did you look at getting a ticket? Oh, yeah. Yeah, too expensive. I wouldn't bother. No, no, no. I'm not going to spend three grand to, to maybe end up, uh, you know, with a ticket in the in the ceiling of some stadium and, and not probably be able to see the game. Ugh, do you know what? No. Uh, yeah, you see, the other problem with this final as well is you've got the Cannes Film Festival, you've got the, the Champions Rugby Cup in Marseille with Leinster, uh, you basically have the Champions League final. So every single airport, so I, I know guys that are even flying into Bilbao and basically flying into to, to other airports in Spain just to actually get across. So there's, there's, you know, it's it's a headache even to get there. You know, there, I, for example, the lads who are flying out to the Leinster game, it's it's costing them for a charter flight to get to Marseille. I think that the flight alone is about 1,200 quid. Yeah, but it's, look, if you... And that's a charter for the game. So it means it's only Leinster fans going out for that. <laughs> so right. lads, I'm going to call it a night. 
And let's hope by the next time we're talking, Mark will be waving something in the air. Uh, probably yeah. a trophy, or I don't know, <laughs> the last remnants of his sanity. And uh, Keith can join us without wearing the earmuffs that uh, Mark told him that to put the, wear the headphones. You might not get the hit Greg as much. <laughs> oh, are we shouting for Liverpool now and next week? Duncan will finally have got a pair of glasses that fit him so he doesn't have to keep leaning into the screen. <laughs> and, what do you uh, mean? <laughs> and Sean will probably eventually get the money to get his hair cut. Yeah, I will, yeah. It's cutting itself, I think. Yeah. I don't know, you're hanging on. We're all doing all right there. Even Duncan looks smart. Kate, do you have a bit of hair? I always thought you hadn't got any the way you used to be. Yeah, going. yeah, and it's a bit missing at the back. That's why that's there. Uh, what, the headphones? Yeah. <laughs> it's just to hide what's not going on around the back here. That's all. Okay, there you go, Keith. Uh, There's your next challenge. You could cycle a turkey and come back with a full head of hair. I'm going to add Keith into Get the... me teeth done as well. Are, are we all right for Keith joining our group? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to think about it. It's very. We can't say it on on live on there. We'll we, we'll meet up. I'll meet up with Mark and Sean and Paul. And we'll have a good discussion. On oh it. fuck yeah! I don't want to bother. Don't bother. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't bother if I was you. Because Mark might need all of us there on Saturday night to keep it the spirits up, or just somebody yeah. to just yeah. gloat at. <laughs> and I'd rather more than just me. the gloating is just. You know what I mean? He just keeps it. I, I don't like, I, The only thing I was delighted about yesterday, I, I was able to get up this morning and rip up my foreign legion application form. I can handle the winner with treble because we've done a treble. You know what I mean? We've done well, by the way, can I just point something out? We actually scored, we made more points this year than your treble winning team. We also had more points than the famous Invincibles of Arsenal. So just suck that up for a wee bit. Just yeah, you see what see what Man City brought out of his then. He brought the best out of his because he's had so <laughs> it's something down for the problem with us when we were that good. There was nobody they, they at that stage they could stop. They were all going off on holidays by the time it came to the last day of the season. We were putting the kids out then. Actually, I think found out at the end. Give him a run. Was, was it true that the the talk going around was that? They deliberately, City deliberately went two goals down just to piss Liverpool off. Alex, rubbish. Stop talking nonsense. <laughs> I talked, I don't know. Now, come here, can I tell you a joke I'll before give you, we go? I'll give you a ring later, Chief, because I've had to listen to these two. <laughs> can I tell you a joke? Can I tell you a joke before I go? You're after reminding me of this joke, right? About how he went over to the Foreign Legion, right? And he's there and he's, he's guarding the, the, the area. And anyway, and he hears this... Uh, uh, Russell in the in the ditch, and he says, "Who goes there?" And man says, "Army chaplain." Shoots him. He says, "Charlie Chaplin, me bollocks." <laughs> right. I know that now. I thought it was going to be Russell Brand came out or something like when he said there was there was a Russell in the bush, and now came <laughs> with with. Chains hanging out of them. I thought, what was Russell Brown doing over there? Right, okay, lads. Thanks very much for another great. Hey, brilliant, lads. Remember, Thank everybody, you. if you're out there, uh, look up Mark McCauley. I'll give you his mouth. I'll put his phone number up there. And, it's, <laughs> and if Real Madrid win, you can send them a <coughs> translation. 
Keith is giving him his number because he might be ringing Keith on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> and my number will probably be just taken off his phone completely. <laughs> so, good night, gentlemen. Have a great week ahead, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, guys. Hey, hey cheers, no lads. Lads. Cheers, guys. Right. Cheers, lads. Night, lads. Bye. Bye, bye. Thank you for listening to the Hair Dudes Conversations podcast. If you got this far, you probably really enjoyed it. So please don't forget to subscribe, like, share, comment, and give us a five-star review because you're helping some dudes make some changes to people's lives by sharing other people's stories. Take care and have a great day.